everyone. It's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 52 of the Journeypreneur Podcast. This is your source for channeled holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. The title of this podcast episode is Biomimicry in Business. So, it is summertime at the recording of this podcast episode, and this is a natural time of year for me personally to step back, unplug, and really sink into more of my own personal energy, reconnecting with myself apart from all of my responsibilities, apart from my business, apart from me being a member of my family, right? Apart from all of the things that I am participating in, organizations, coaching programs, and so on. It's really for me to unplug and reconnect with myself. And I mean that in like capital letters. (laughs) And especially during this time of year, it's harder and harder to, for me personally, to be in the computer, be in the, the cell phone, to, to go live and do all of these things. So I'm really grateful for my team supporting me in that. And as I unplug, what helps me to get and stay in this state of reflection and review is nature. And maybe you're the same, maybe you get your best ideas when you are going for a walk in the forest or by the ocean side, right? Or perhaps um, you get the best ideas when you're patting the dog or patting the cat, (laughs) right? Or maybe while you're gardening, there's something about being out in nature that really helps me personally, I'll put it on me, to clear my energy and to really tap back into myself, my true self. And the more that I've been going for walks outdoors in nature, the more I notice that there are a lot of really amazing systems uh, and ways of interdependence and cooperation that are going on out there in nature. And I am a really avid student of indigenous spirituality and nature-based philosophies, and one of which is Native American mysticism around the wisdom of animals, and especially what they call totems. So at my last retreat, the deep dive retreat, what we did is we unplugged for an entire, just about an entire week. I mean, it's three days full on for the retreat itself, but for me, I was unplugged for the entire week, myself and also my digital team as well, just this hiatus. And in the silence, it became more and more apparent of how incredibly wise nature is, right? So being by the ocean, for example, really renews my ability to breathe deeply, the rise and fall of the waves. Um, Also, seeing the butterflies fluttering by in the flowers and just noticing how that helps the flowers 
to continue to reproduce, right? The, the pollen going from one um, flower to another really creates that perpetuation of life. And there's, there's so much more. And at the deep dive retreat, I wanted to share with you on the podcast, there is this totem or guiding spirit, identifying guiding spirit from Native American mysticism that I've identified for the retreat. And it's the totem of the bee, like the honeybee. And there's this whole other branch of business systems, development, organizational development, this whole other branch of study called biomimicry. And a really powerful archetype that is used in biomimicry is honeybees and the way that they structure the hive and how they um, are an example of constant production. For those of you who aren't familiar with the word biomimicry, what that basically means is to mimic, right, or base your behaviors and actions and things off of something from nature or biology. With that being said, the the field of biomimicry is the study of how there are proven powerful systems of production, reproduction, communication, organization, uh, innovation, and and progress and momentum in nature. And we look at those systems and then we apply them to, in particular, in this instance, business. Now, there's also the branch of architecture and design that's biomimicry, right? So thinking of how many... Uh, how many different buildings have been um, designed to withstand earthquakes or high winds because they mimicked certain parts of nature that were able to do the same. Or then there's biomimicry in design for, say, automotive de- design, where the, the movement of the cheetah and the shape of the body is then um, placed into the, the car's design so that it can go faster and so on, or there's so many different areas of study that have adopted this philosophy called biomimicry, and today in particular, I'm led to talk to you about it in business, specifically with the honeybee. So, in the beehive, there are just a few types of bees. There are three classes of regular bees and one queen. And this is something that we went over at the Deep Dive Retreat, and we went into this in depth. So if you missed it, make sure that you head on over to naturalintuition.com, click on the retreats page there, and register for the next one, because this was really powerful of an exercise and a concept to move through as a group uh, with the attendees. So there are three types of bees in the beehive. All of them are workers, and then there's only one queen. And the three types of bees are, of course, the larval bees, so the ones that are babies and being born. There are the nurse bees that stay in the hive, and they take care of all all of the first kind, right, the larval bees. And then there's the worker bees who 
are constantly bringing in all of the materials to continue to shape the hive with. They're flying far and wide and communicating with one another to make sure that everything gets done. And so those are the, all of those are the class of what I would call the, the integrators, right? The class of integrators, the class of implementers in the hive. These are the ones that get things done. The larval bees are the ones who are being grown into the other two classes. The nurse bees are the ones who maintain the status quo within the hive so that all of the operations internally continue. And then the worker bees are the ones who maintain the expansion of the hive and acquiring new resources for it. And this is really powerful because if we take that as a concept and apply it then to business, this is all of our support staff, right? So the, the larval bees then are the, the prospects, uh, the prospects also who are coming into the business as clients, but then also the prospects who are being groomed to be hired, right? So, or the, the new hires, those who are young in the company or young in the vision of the movement. The nurse bees then are those who are our advocates and, and guardians and protectors. So the ones who are executing logistics, administration, right? Um, making sure that everything is clerically well kept, <laughs> right? All the files are in order. All of the systems and procedures are continuing, say the bookkeeping, you know, uh, the, the regular, you know, social media posts and the gathering of the content, you know, also cultivating those who are coming up. So the nurse bees, quote unquote, in our organization are supporting the, and maintaining the business structure, all of those roles there. And then we have the worker bees in our in our businesses, which would be the sales and marketing department. So those who are going out and networking and promoting and advocating and uh, recommending, putting reviews and referrals out there, calling in new business, right? That is our class of worker bees, making sure that there is a constant infusion into the business of new, new energy, new resource, new levels of support, whatever is needed to take care of the nurse bees as well as take care of the larval bees. Now, what's interesting is that there is only one queen. There's only one queen. And Although everyone else is, you know, hard at work in their own ways in all these roles, there are way, 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 way more larval bees, nurse bees, and worker bees than the one and only queen. And how all of the rest of the hive is able to continue as an ongoing structure and organization that is 
focused and has a constant forward momentum. The only way that all the rest of them is able to continue is when the queen is occupying her role. Like this in nature is really powerful because if the queen is not doing what her quote unquote job is, then the rest of the hive basically does one of two things. Goes for a mutiny and attacks to replace her, or it all just falls apart. Now, I want to stop here because this is really powerful. I wanted to turn it over to you as you're going about your day today and ask, do you have those three levels of support all around you? Because guess what? You're the queen bee. If you're listening in on this, you're the queen, whether you're male or female, right? You're the one that all the three of these classes of bees are supporting. But before we get into what your role is, right, and uh, talking into that, I want to ask you, do you have those three levels of support? Do you have a constant, um, a constant crop of those who are growing and being nurtured and educated about your mission, vision, values, right? What you stand for, who you are, what your needs are. Do you have a constant crop of that? Do you also have a group of people who are wholly and completely dedicated to maintaining the excellence of your business, who are charged with quality control, as well as supporting you in educating that new and up-and-coming crop of prospective clients as well as prospective hires, right? Do you have those people who are guarding your business and supporting you in that way? And last but not least, do you have that third level of support where you have that whole constant sales and marketing department? Those who are, uh, I think of one of my mentors, he would call, <laughs> well, like one of his clients who would always recommend him, the town crier, <laughs> right? Do you have people who are out there shouting from the rooftops how awesome you are and making sure they're bringing in and new resources, new, new people and new interest into your business? Do you have them there? Or is that all you? If so, it's going to be hard to really scale up because the honeybee is a wonderful totem uh, for working at scale. And in a perpetual game, right, an infinite game, as Simon Sinek would say, of being in this business and being able to support others, being able to play forever and ever, bee is a wonderful totem and guiding light to support us in that. So, Head on over to naturalintuition.com, click the contact button, let me know. Do you have those three levels of support set up? And if so, what does that look like for you? Um, would love to hear from you. And if not, if you don't have it yet, make sure that you book a call with me so that we can get you on the right path so that you can stay on your journey to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. Last but not least, as always, let me remind you, please, enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And I'll see you in the next podcast episode. We'll keep this conversation going. Mwah!